this point. Counting's uh, hard. It really honestly is. I've lost track. My life is going off of the fucking rails. <laughs> but no, we, uh, J- Josh Gladstone isn't here again this week. Uh, he was here earlier today, but you wouldn't understand that. You don't understand how time works, listeners. That's... <laughs> That's They're all living in lockboxes that exactly. don't. <laughs> the time is not time. a relevant thing in their lives. But uh, you got, you probably got a, you know, you got a good era full of them last week because it was just me and him la- uh, today. So you got plenty of them. But uh, today I'm here with Mr. Wade Taylor again. What's up, everybody? How are you sick yes. of me yet? Oh, of course not. I fucking you're one of our, you are our uh, preferred guest at this point. <laughs> you and Eric Bridges have had the most. I think Eric. I think Eric has a beat by, like, an episode. Probably. Yeah, I think that's about right. Because <laughs> uh, Eric was our other go-to because we used to record on Thursdays, like, both episodes. And if we didn't have a guest, I'd just be like, Eric, I need you to stick around yeah. and fucking do our shit with us. Getting inside baseball here, huh? Goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, because I don't give a fuck. I don't... <laughs> this is... It's a dumb, dumb podcast. This is just us shooting the shit, being on... T- like, being on the air, getting our fucking name out there. Having fun talking about ghosts and shit. Ghosts and shit. Hell yeah. Like today we are talking about numbers channels. I have no idea what this is. They're really creepy because this is a actual factual confirmed thing that does happen and it's really creepy. So, oh, okay. So it's statistically proven that it happens. Oh yeah, no, there it's, there, it's a genuine thing that happens. Uh, you can find recordings of it online. It's extremely creepy. They're really weird. And, uh, there's a movie about them even. Oh, really? What's the movie? Uh, I can't remember, unfortunately. Like a fake like horror film? Yeah. Or like a real, like, oh, these are it's the a, encounters yeah, of it. It's them. a fake horror film. I can't remember the name of it. I It's got like a weird... It's weirdly enough, it has like a fake Hunter Thompson in it. <laughs> yeah, it was real strange. But uh, essentially... I can feel the ether creeping up my knees. Yeah, it was basically that, dude. Like uh, I need fucking golf shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie's so fucking good. <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so in, the, in that movie, like, it was just some dude who was basically... Like, literally, they just took some, like, gun-loving, like, weirdo writer in, like, the middle of nowhere and, like, made him super into drugs. And he was, like, a famous guy who tried to, like, get an entire party, like, fucked up on LSD and... And He's just taking cocaine. He's like, I'm going to write an entire 40-chapter novel on the revolver. <laughs> Shit, that reminds me. Uh, I've probably mentioned this before on this podcast, but one of my favorite fun facts about Stephen King is uh, the book Cujo. Yeah, he it's wrote a great it, book. He wrote that in one weekend, start to finish, just fucked up on cocaine. No, really? Yeah. That's how that happened? He was, uh, I, I, think he, I think, I don't know exactly the story, but from what I've heard, basically, he had... Uh, like some sort of deadline that he needed to meet, or maybe not even that, but essentially he sat down and just fucking kept doing rails of fucking blow and wrote it from start to finish and didn't remember writing it. That's awesome. So, yeah, because somebody uh, was like, oh, yeah, Kudra's a great book. I don't know how you wrote it. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's a great book. I wish I remembered writing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's not what a number channel, though. A number channel is kind of this weird and it's debatable whether it's paranormal or just you know conspiracy that's what it kind of hits the uh edge there but basically it's the government and the illuminati making babies it's you know it's just it's distinctly possible that it is government actually in all honesty most likely it's some sort of government thing Uh because what it is is they're usually like local small wave radio channels and it'll just be somebody or something just saying a series of numbers that doesn't seem to have any sort of like mathematical formula behind them or any sort of pattern and it's just and that's all it is and because they're shortwave radio 
that means that like it's somebody pretty relatively close by or at least within like a rational like sort of a like i guess radius just repeating not repeating but just a series of numbers and you never and it's for the most part people that listen to him can't discern like that it's like some sort of formula or some sort of pattern or some sort of like code because usually with codes they can you know you can look at them and be like all right this likely means this this likely means this but for the most part numbers channels are just they're so strange and so like kind of you know random because you don't really search for them and you'd have to find the exact frequency of it that it's just jazz singers practicing their like their countdowns before they exactly. start a seven eight nine ten Oh, that couldn't have been more perfectly timed. Burped no, it was true. But yeah, that's uh, that's our topic today. So, what do you think about these? Nah, that's strange. There's got to be a rhyme or reason to them. There yeah. must be. I wonder. Like, okay, I'm gonna get real deep, uh, like conspiracy theory idea on this. Like, because they say they're like there's sleeper agents everywhere. Yes. Like that, and there's different triggerings of them. So, what if it's like somebody trying to like uh, activate uh, sleeper agents by some form of small radio wave? Because that would explain the randomness of the numbers. Yes. It's like a be like a social security card almost. Then yeah. at that point, if that's like what activates you, because you you can't really predict a, a social security number. Like you could type in the what is it nine ten numbers right? The ten numbers for a social security number. Yeah. Uh, you could try to type one, and you probably couldn't guess a real one. It's nine. There's is nine. Is it nine or ten? Yeah, because it's da 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 da. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Good job but of not reading yeah. off your. You're, you're like you're like reading your own off in your head, be like getting the beats of how you do it. I yeah, can exactly. see it well, in your face. That's how I do it. Is I uh, I I have a very rhythmic way of memorization. Like yes, yeah. because that's I can't do I can't do sight memorization. I can't do like visual memorization for me. Almost entirely my entire like way that I process things is through rhythm and like music stuff. Yeah. It's like the same way you do your uh, your phone number. Yeah. Like everybody's super rhythmic with their phone numbers. Yeah. It's numbers like in particular, like if you can remember numbers without a rhythm or like or like some sort of music behind it, you're you're some sort of fucking crazy savant. Well, even it, like what's weird about numbers is like you don't even have to have like a rhythm to it. Like numbers themselves, the way we speak numbers and say them, almost anyway. As soon as you start putting them together. Like yep. three thousand one hundred and twenty-four. Yeah, sound the, the way I say that has a rhythm to it. That's weird. Yeah, numbers are, and that's what dude, numbers are fucking creepy. Like if you really think about it, like uh, yeah, I, look what they did to Jim Carrey. Oh my god, that movie was <laughs> oh, that was a strange a, movie. A steaming pile of dog shit. I, it was really deep and philosophical when I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is crazy, and then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, this is just garbage this is dumb this yeah. is about math this yeah, is stupid dude fucking no if uh you ever been uh highly intoxicated and just thought about how literally the entire universe is ju- like technically everything is binary because yep. like there's don't y- tell the feminist that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but no, i was like i was like real fucked up one day and i was like technically everything is a zero or a one because there's either nothing or something right which if zero represents the nothing and one represents something then like literally everything like because if you get down to the atomic structure is either the absence or the presence of something so if one equals you know presence 
zero equals the absence. Literally, the entire world is binary. We're living in a literal simulation. Right. Well, what's really weird is when you get down to the, like, the breakdowns of, like, atoms and shit like that is the fact that, uh, you, by having something collide, like, two negatives equaling, then equaling a positive and all that kind of shit. It's a very, like, so, like, that's how that's balanced even of that binary. So even if there's our extra ones or extra zeros, they're in there to counteract, there's ways that it counteracts each other. It's fucking nuts. Dude, yeah, it's really fucked up if you start thinking about it. And then you think about fucking dark matter. Dark matter is the scariest fucking thing I've ever read about. Yeah, because then you're just like, oh, that, like, dude, that's what's fucking, like, creepy is when, like, you think, like, that's the problem with learning about all this shit is because you can live your life super fucking happily, not knowing what's going on, just being like, I don't know. I envy those fucking yeah. people. And then you get to like you get to a point where you either just are happy not knowing or then you become a person like me where you can't fucking sleep because you realize like I know so little. Everything that I've been taught is completely wrong. Literally nobody knows what the fuck is happening. Everything that I've been taught is probably like only true on a base level. And then you just fucking go off. You know what's crazy? Do you remember the day like you found out that uh, the theory of gravity is a theory when everybody in school just goes, oh, we're today we're going to talk about gravity. Yep. They leave off the theory part of it. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, no, it's not that it's like it, it, like obvi- it, like the whole point of it is it happens consistently more often than not that we're attached to it. But then we've all been in those places where fucking weird shit happens. You're like, what the fuck? Like, it's, you're just like, why the fuck did that just happen? Like, oh, yeah. How weird is it that that fell that way when statistically and knowingly it should have done it this way? Or fucking, like, uh, we and my buddies, uh, we're, Burlington is a weird place. It is a weird place. Uh-huh. I can vouch for that. We, me and my buddies. Your story checks out so far. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> literally that sentence alone is just, I could just stop. But no, me and my buddies were riding around in our bikes one day, and we went downhill only, and then we ended up at the same place we started. And we were just like, let's just pretend that that didn't happen. You went downhill the entire way and ended up where you started? Yeah, so like... How is that even fucking possible? Fucking... We just pretended that we, like... We we just pretend we just ignored it because we like we were all pretty smart kids like you know fourteen fifteen like we didn't know a lot but like we understood what was happening was not normal because like we rode our we rode our bikes around town and we never like it, sure you know I'm, like I mean realistically it was probably just you know a series of gradual inclines but Burlington is extremely hilly yeah because it's a fucking river like so it's got a lot of bluffs and shit and we went down a lot of steep hills we never went back up any equally steep hills. Ah, okay. So it was, I mean, I'm guessing it was just like a long, like, series of small inclines, but it still just felt really eerie. No, that's what the FBI agent who was sitting in the bushes told you guys. Hey! Exactly. Don't you tell anybody about this. You progressively went up gradual inclines. Or was the time we saw water going uphill, and we were just like, that's not happening. Let's just if you would have questioned it, your life would have been completely different. You'd be in, like, a lab somewhere right now because they're like, he, <laughs> he, can, knows. Break, he can break through the walls. He knows. Oh, we dude. have to take him. We had a substitute teacher who would come. Uh, this just goes to show that any person, they'll they'll accept any substitute teacher. Uh, we used to have a sub that told us that she could uh, walk through walls and shoot fireballs. Our public school system, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she was uh, she was something else. We also had a guy who pretended to cut a girl's hair. Every time class. she had to shoot fireballs, she'd just play Pitbull's fireball, fireball. Fuck yes. We always asked her like to do it, and she's like, I can't do it with people watching. It's like, that's oh, pretty convenient. What is this, the fucking goddamn mystery men? Yeah, like, come on now. What are you, invisible boy? 
Yeah, we had her and the guy who pretended to cut a girl's hair. Uh, <laughs> he pretended to cut a girl's hair? <laughs> what? He uh, he ha- he took a pair of scissors and, like, nobody really understood what he was doing because we were just kind of hanging out and he just was, like, walking through the classroom. Like, I think we were, like, doing homework quietly and he just, like, had a pair of scissors in his hand and everybody was like, what the fuck is this guy doing with this pair of scissors? And he just walks up to this girl and then just, like, puts his hand in her hair and, like, pretends to cut it with the scissors. And everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> why are you here? I don't think I saw him again, but... Yeah, dude, the public... I don't... I don't think they vet the substitute teachers very hard. You know you don't that. have to know... You don't have to have any real qualifications to be a substitute teacher. Is that true? Uh, I could be a substitute teacher. That's I, a scary thought. I think you I think you have to take, like, some sort of, like... Cer- like I think you have to take a certification to be that but i don't think you need any certification to get that certification no shit so you don't have to go through like any kind of like college or in no. or, or pre-education i don't believe so Whoa. I, I don't know you might have to have a college degree but i don't even think that maybe wow that's insane i've been thinking about possibly like <laughs> if i get fired from my fucking job which i hope i don't but on the off chance like I feel like that's a good job for a stand-up comic. Yeah, just a substitute teacher. We get some material out of this. Oh, dude, absolutely it would. Even if I did it for like a year and only did like high, because I think you can. Well, it might be like you might be limited to like middle and high school. Right. I, I don't think you could be a sub for a elementary school. I that would seems, hope to God yeah. not. I I don't think that it, we should let anybody who doesn't at least have a degree to probably teach our yes. kids. No, I feel like. Uh, but then at the same time, that goes against my morals because I believe every school has brainwashed everybody. So. Yep. Dude, that's why, like, at a young age, when I realized that the teachers who gave a shit didn't usually care about the course material. No. They were always more interested in, like, the kids who gave a shit, and they were just like, look, here, like, what I'm teaching you is, it's not necessarily what I'm teaching you is important. What's important is that you understand what I'm telling you is going to be on something that's coming up, and you need to be able to understand what's being presented, and then have at least a baseline understanding of it to tell later because that's all life is. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a series of literally just bullshitting your way through things. Yeah. And even and even if that's not the like with math, like like you can't really bullshit math. That's like the one thing that and that was the reason I always did really really bad in math because you can't just pretend to, that you know what math is about. Yeah. Like I could make shit up about history that sounded like pretty similar and they're like, "Yeah, well you have the general idea and then english always fucking nailed it like there was no questioning that like but like any any class that i could bullshit i just did yeah i always find schools so fascinating because they like at any level because every school has like their own mythology to it did you ever move school i guess you grew up in burlington yeah i've I've only ever known yeah so like i i moved around a little bit as like in elementary school yeah, yeah, yeah but it's fascinating as you move from school to school um, or even when new kids come into their sh- into your school, like when yep. I was in high school and stuff, because then like when people start telling them like the stories and like rumors and myths about your school, because y- you realize that every school has their own like weird kind of ecosystem and like stories like, well, this is why Mrs. Cooper is the way she is or whatever. And like there's all these weird kind of shit like that, you know? Oh yeah. Like I just I, I I'm trying to th- I was sitting here trying to think of like stories of like what we had and knew about. With uh, that might have happened while we were in school. I can't think of any though right now. Now that's like uh, the rumor mills were so fun in high school. Dude, we had a a a third floor 
Uh huh. But there was no third floor. Ah. Like that was the thing. Is like if uh, if you if like a uh, like a underclassman asked you where something was, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's up on the third floor. And like if they didn't fucking know, they would spend all day like I don't know where the third floor is. <laughs> yeah, that's like an initiation prank. Though. Oh yeah, it's so fun. That is fun. I'm trying to think if I I can't remember if. Ah, it's so long ago. Like now, it feels like I can't remember any like the stupid bullshit like rumors we had floating around about faculty and shit. Oh, dude, those are always good. Yeah. Fucking or uh, I just just dumb like, I just, I that's like high school is such a fascinating so, like thing because you can really tell where people are gonna end up. Oh, dude, it's crazy the amount like uh, you can tell like early on where kids are gonna yep. end, up, end up unless like something happens dramatically between like yeah, fifth yeah. grade and like the end of junior high. You pretty much can tell like who's gonna fucking be a fuck up. Yeah, it's like it's almost entirely like based on whether or not they think that they're going to be like. It, like, it, with me, like I'm sure that my teachers looked at me and were just like, "That kid doesn't give shit fuck about school." But he he's like able to at least be determined enough to do what we're telling him. Right. Yeah. See, I was just like, I was good enough at school that people never were worried about my grades. Yep. Nobody ever came up and talked to me about it. And then I played sports, so and like you had to. And I and I wasn't even. Uh, it's not like I was great at sports, but I was just that like almost like that background kind of kid. Like it was like, oh, I was there, and people knew of, of me, but like I wasn't. Nobody ever was uber concerned. Yes. And, until I started like, a couple fights, and then people got concerned. Like, why are you doing this? Uh, is this because of your parents' divorce? No, this dude's just a dick. Exactly. No, for me it was like the only time I ever got like I was known enough that like uh, I skipped gym one day, and by skip gym I mean. I was supposed to go work out in the cardio room, mm-hmm. and I said fuck that, and I played badminton with some, with that, like three like two other people from my fucking cardio class because we were like fuck running two miles today, right? <laughs> we want to play badminton, so we quote unquote skipped to play badminton, and which that's the most of my high like that's the saddest part of my high school ditching career was I ditched to stay at school, <laughs> and uh, I got a you know I got an unexcused absence or whatever for it. And I get called to the office, and they're like, did you skip gym today? And I was like, no. And they're like, eh, well, we need you to get the sign by the gym teacher. Eh, fuck it. We know you aren't skipping shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you've never done anything like that. So, uh, yeah. I, I got in trouble skipping once because, I, I, like, I skipped twice, even though I, like, it wasn't really skip. Like, I'd go to the office, and I knew the, the receptionist really well, so she would, like, she would, uh, like give me a pass if I mean I was like hey I left a book at home I gotta get this or whatever, and one t- and I've done that a couple times where I actually did leave a book at home. But my buddy was like let's go out to fucking lunch or whatever. Right. And then I'm like all right let's do that. And we go out to lunch and somehow, oh like I told her I went and got my own pass. He was just like fuck it I'll just ditch I don't give a shit. Like, well <laughs> that's good for you I'm not gonna fuck with that. Yep. And he sees me le- in the 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 security guard sees us leaving together so i'm leaving with him and he goes in and says something to her so when i get back she was in the middle of writing up a report to oh the no the vice principal and i was like what are you talking and she's like and she's like why are you writing me up and she's like like well you were skipping you didn't go home to get a book and i was like how do you know and she's like well because richard saw you with the him leaving to go to ta- and saw you guys come back with taco bell bags and shit 
And I was just like, come on. And she's like, well, I was like, well, I went and did time. Just don't lie to me. Like, if you're going to go get lunch, whatever, just tell me you're going to go get lunch. I'm like, that's the problem here is just that I told you I was going to go get a book. So you have plausible deniability if somebody asked you where I was. Jesus. That's what's weird about it. It's like that they're literally just supposed to be in charge of like where you are. It's yeah. like what kind of fucking prison. It's a giant dude. Our, this is the creepiest thing I found out. Here's a good tidbit about my high school. Uh, I still don't know if this is true, but I so hardly be- I believe it so hard is that our high school like it was a brand new high school like three years into me being there uh, or like uh, right when well, I finally got to go to the high school it was like a couple you know few years yeah, into yeah, being yeah. new and it was designed and built by a, pri- a guy who designs prisons oh shit yeah and it felt like one man just plain white bricks in the fucking area where you ate like everything was plain white bricks and shit like that that's so demoralizing oh dude it was awful it was so depressing going to school there like it's so weird like i would rather they just fucking you know keep up the facade of oh this isn't rather than than just being like yeah you're right it is a fucking like hellscape like no one wants to be here nobody wants to be there i have nightmares about like being like oh you you ever have those fucking nightmares where it's like, oh, you, you know, we looked through your records and you actually didn't pass junior year math class. So you didn't actually graduate high school. So you have to go back to high school to, like, finish this one class. I never had dreams like that. Oh, I have them all the I time. I have dreams of suffocating a lot. I had one of those <laughs> last night. That was fun. Oh, those are the <laughs> worst. <laughs> it was like gasping for air. Oh, well, like, when you fucking, uh, like, you dream that you have to be holding your breath for something or something? I wasn't even holding my breath. I don't know what it was. It was just like, I think I dreamt I was having a heart attack. Oh, shit. Which fucking really scared the shit out of me when I woke up. Uh, no, I'll have dreams where, like, uh, I'll be... I don't know. Like, for some reason, a lot of dreams I'll have, I'll be, like, holding on to something, and, like, the wind will catch it, and I'll just be, like, flying through the air, like, oh, fuck, and then I'll fall into the water, and then, like, I'll wake up from, like, the, you know, the shock of the fall, but I'll, I won't realize, because I'll, I'll have my eyes closed, and I'll think that I'm just, like, closing my eyes because of the water, and then I'll, like, be like, I can't fucking breathe, I guess I'm gonna drown, and I'll just gasp open, like, oh, gasp, and, like, wake up, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I'm just awake. You ever have that dream where you, like, fall like that, and yep. then you land in the bed, and you jerk like you hit the bed? Like, what the fuck? Dude, that, that is the creepiest feeling in the world. I sometimes, I swear to God, I was literally dropped or jumped in my bed, and that's how I woke up. It's possible that, like, you were, like, just able to break sleep paralysis, like, just enough that, like, your body was like, no, like, lay down. <laughs> That's maybe who knows, dude. That's why I'm like, have you ever had like actual like uh, sleep paralysis though? Oh, dude, it's the most terror. That might, that's the most terrifying thing feeling I've ever had. I it's think. real creepy. Because uh, I, I, you know, I've never been like in a serious, threatening like violent situation or anything like that. Um, but like, yeah, the that is by far the most terrifying feeling. It might, my, my a big fear, which I'm sure a lot of people have. Even though I don't think people spend as much time thinking about it as I do, is being paralyzed. Oh, being yeah. paralyzed is something I think about constantly, like how fucking terrifying and awful that must be. Yeah. And like so like when I've woke up and like you can't move your entire body is the scariest thing ever. It's like, "Oh, I'm fucking dead." <laughs> this is oh, and then you can't you can't even like like call out for help and no. you're just like, "I well, Unless someone finds me, like this is this is yeah, it now. I'm living by myself. Yeah, I have a I have a I have a short timer before I just die. Yeah, exactly, dude. It, yeah, I that shit scares me all the time, especially living by myself. Yep. I always constantly kind of like am very cautious around my house. Like I get tripping. Like I remember I told the girlfriend that one time she was like something about like uh, oh, we could have done this or what like something could have happened to you and all that. I'm like. 
Ben, I could trip tomorrow after you leave to go back to Council Bluffs, and I could trip and hit my head on the corner of this coffee table, and no one's going to find me for six days. Or just fucking choke. Yeah. Like, you ever think it, like... Oh, dude, I'm terrified of that. Just choking, and then just being like, God, oh, God damn. Like, the worst part is, like, if you're choking, and you know you're going to die, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I've, ch- I've, I've choked before, but I was around people, and even that was, like, kind of freaky, because I yeah. was like, I can still fucking... Die. But... Re- like would I realistically died? Absolutely not. I was around somebody who was an Eagle Scout and <laughs> somebody else who was like CPR, like trained. Like thank God for them Boy Scouts. Oh, I'm sorry, just Scouts now. Yeah, they let everybody. The, the, the Scouts. The Scouts. I. They su- I support that Scouts it. honor. Yeah, I, I I'm down for it. But like, do you hear about the whole like Girl Scouts? They're like you're taking our recruits, and it's like I. Yeah, it's gang warfare, doggy. Yeah, it's so weird, dude. Like, and they're I, taking I, their cookie bakers away, man. They're furious about it. <laughs> The weirdest part of it's like if the it's okay. Let me put it this way for you, Matt. It's like if uh, Pablo Escobar Escobar was still running game, and like remember when he finally went away, and then like all the people started fighting for turf. Welcome to what they're doing now with the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. So like, other than because I know the Boy Scouts do popcorn, but I feel like you know popcorn versus cookies completely different thing. What if the Boy Scouts started doing like. I don't know, fucking cakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> they start getting, they get uh, the cake bosses, the new den leader. <laughs> but they would have to do something special because cakes are like not a common like. Because I, I find cakes gross anymore. I'm not I, yeah, a fan I'm of cakes not, anymore. No, I I've never been super big into cake. Like even as a kid, um, if, you know, if it, like instead of a birthday cake, I'd ask for like birthday rice krispies or something like that. It's weird how as you get older, how like your your. Uh, like craving for sweets just goes away. Oh yeah, I don't have it nearly as hard as I used to. I still like I still like candy to me is something that it's it's like video games to me. Uh, not quite. I'm still not quite as obsessed with like candy as I am with video games. But it's like that one little piece of childhood that like eating like a sweet tart or like some like shockers or some sweet and tart and sour. I really get into just because it's like it, it reminds me of like a time where like something like that made me just boundlessly happy because yeah. it was rare i could like now i could just fucking buy candy and it's no big deal that's what those number channels do is tap yeah. into your thing to make <laughs> you go buy candy exactly <laughs> fucking only sit in my room and i'm like you know what i fucking want is some sweet tarts and i'll go you buy your that number shit. you say your six five seven eight one zero. <laughs> dude what's weird though is now is like uh there's constantly so much because wonka just like the, the whole the wonka's whole shit is that they're like they put out weird stuff yeah so they constantly they're putting out like other like they have these like uh sweet tart ropes and they're fucking delicious those are good but like i'm like what the fuck like i didn't have these as a kid so why am i so into these right but uh i also i really like but then you grow up and then shit you didn't give about as a like give a shit about as a kid like fine chocolates you're like what doesn't it's all chocolate to me chocolate's good but then you become an adult and you're like i would happily spend twenty dollars on nice chocolates than like five dollars on shit chocolates yeah you're not wrong you know what i have a fascinating story about the wonka candy so if you remember the old commercials, they used to always end with Wonka. What will they think of next? Yes. And me and my brother is a joke that we thought was hilarious when we were like six and seven. We just always yell because it was the Oompa Loompas who would yep. say, "What will we think of next?" And me and my brother would always look at the TV and go, "You." Huh? And sure as shit, four years later, they start making Oompas, which were candy. And and they did this in the cartoon of the commercial. They were turning the Oompa Loompas into bite-sized candies. Oh. And me and my brother looked at each other like, oh, my God, they're listening to us. I feel like those did not do well. 
No, not really. I was saying because I didn't, I don't think I've ever heard of those. Yeah, dude, you can look them up right now, dude. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, it was oompas, I think, is what they're <laughs> called. But it was them turning oompa loompas into candy. Did you see them when they were making candy mushrooms? No, what? Yeah, they were called shrooms <laughs> or shroomers or like shroomies or something. Should have called them boomers. <laughs> it was, <laughs> dude, really, they should have. But yeah, they were literally just uh, mushroom-shaped gummies. I bet parents were psyched. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, Wonka? You know this isn't okay. That was my favorite thing about this Halloween because there's so many states now that have legalized pot. Yep. How many like people are putting out things like, look out for m- treats with marijuana in it, and it's like you hear every like hacky comedian t- saying the same thing, like, well, I'm just gonna go back to those houses and hang <laughs> out and see the and try to get them, you know, or whatever. It's uh, but like, it, but what's crazy is I didn't realize how like. I didn't think, okay, when you're marketing weed, right, yeah. especially, like, like there's just, it's in everything now. Like, they make beer now. Somebody told me about a beer that has THC infused in oh, it. Oh, God, that sounds awesome. It's crazy, right? But anyway, so, like, but, like, I saw the pictures of the candy bars. Like, they were like, hey, make sure you look out for these. And they're all fun-sized bars, and they're, like, they're named different things, but they all look like a Three Musketeer or a Butterfingers or a Reese's wrapper. They all looked like they're yeah. off because they have punny names for it. But it's like Butterfinger with these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just like it was weird as I was like, why would you even try to market it that way? I get yeah, as, as, I, they, I like how everybody who's ever uh like tried to advocate for marijuana use is like, well it's not like tobacco, man. We don't want it we don't want the kids doing it. Yet now they're using the same marketing strategies that, like that, yeah, that target kids. Ah, that's that's a really bad idea. Right? That's not good. I don't like that. Cuz like I feel like as a person who, you know, is uh, you know, marijuana like, you know, advocate, I definitely believe that it should be legalized because it's not a fucking problem as like compared to like compared to alcohol, like weed is fucking fine. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. They can't charge us money, exuberant amounts of money for driving. <laughs> exactly. Well, now they can. <laughs> yeah, well, now they can. Yeah, but did you see in Canada when they legalized it, it took an hour before <laughs> somebody got an OWI? Yes, that's <laughs> goddamn so good. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, what a boss. I would frame that fucking ticket. Like, like the, the, oh, I was first. first. <laughs> that, that's his Twitter post, like, the day. right as he's getting pulled Hell over. Yeah. First. Fucking. And, and, of course, like, I don't know. Like, God I definitely, bless him. I definitely am, like, I don't know, as almost hypocritical as it sounds, and, like, people probably will, like, disagree with it, I definitely believe that it's actually a good idea to make it, maybe not as heavy as a D, like, as a driving under the influence of alcohol. Like, I think that maybe rather than $10,000 for a DUI for being stoned, like, 5000 maybe. I have no idea, man. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just kind of here. It's why you just don't do that Well, no, that's shit. exactly it, is I think that it definitely should be, like it should be pounded in but like my my problem is is you know people fucking around perks and fucking vicodin and fucking all this other shit and adderall and they can drive completely legally well what about like all the dude forget that kind of think about like the mind-altering substances people are on for like as far as like psychotropics and shit like that to like combat your like mental illness oh yeah like that complete you want to talk about like they talk about alcohol and and all these other drugs change your brain chemistry these taking something to change their brain chemistry every fucking morning fucking uh, when I was in college, and I I'm not saying don't take them if yeah. it makes you better, but goddamn, it's like it's weird. These weird standards they've put together, are like it's okay to alter your mind this way, but you can't do it this way. Yeah, well, and like, and technically, I guess like on Xanax and shit, they have like at like don't operate motor vehicles, but it's like 
if I'm having a panic attack and I need to take an a- you know take a Xanax and I'm having a panic attack because I'm driving, would you rather me be having a panic attack in my car and you know fucking possibly causing an accident that way, or pop a Xanax and you know maybe I cause an accident because my reaction time is slower? Who knows? Yeah, that's that's a, I guess the toss up there. Yeah, and that's why I think it's like I don't. I you probably can get a DUI for a Xanax, but it's. It's such a weird, like, just gray line. Wait till those driverless cars come into play. Everybody's going to be just fucked, fucked up, up 24 <laughs> hours a day. And technically, like, you're not supposed to be, but, like, I know that will be, like, the best thing ever. Yeah, dude. It's, just well, <laughs> Me and my buddies were talking one time about how funny it would be just be on a road trip, and you're in, like, a four-seater car, and they, like, turned in, and you're, like, fucking cooking on a skillet in the middle oh, of it, making yeah. breakfast, and then the next thing you know. You're just you fucking hit. ripping a fucking bong. Yeah, you're, <laughs> people are just ripping bongs, and you're making breakfast in the fucking trunk of the car. Uh, dude, that would be, honestly, like, that would be so much fun if pods, or if cars just be kind of came, like, pods. I, I, dude, I'd see that happening in a way, like, a like just like the roads instead like they're almost like a chain of them yep. and they get on like like have you seen i'm sure you've seen the videos of like elon musk's like oh, the tubes. sleds yeah the sleds eventually that's what it's going to be except there won't be like your ca- actual individual car on it i would assume eventually it's going to be just like almost like train systems but individual things that you ran out so you're just in the train thing by yourself that, yeah i definitely think that like it's going to be a car is going to be less of a like a like it's it's almost going to be worse because it'll be less of an expression of, like, you know, the freedom to go where you want. And it's going to be the freedom to enter yourself into a pre-programmed system of navigation. That's very true, yeah. Like, you can't take your car and then, like, if you're going to – driving into Colorado and going to the Rockies, yeah. you can't just take this uh, road that, like, oh, let's just go see what's down there. You can't yeah. do that if you're on a pre-programmed thing. Like, you're always setting these destinations. It would in. definitely be pretty neat for a tourism industry, though, to have a pre-programmed, like, like GPS, like, track. Almost, like, not necessarily, like, Jurassic Park style where it's literally Just on a choose track. your own adventures with cars. <laughs> you know, you, like, it's just, like, you, you like, because, you know, national parks have, like, multiple different roads and different right. scenic stops and all that stuff. You can, you know, show up by, like, a certain, because you have to, you know, pay to get into national parks. And, uh... Yeah. You could you could just like buy of course keep it like you know a re- you know a reasonable price don't fucking make it Disneyland but like you know ten dollars for the like you know express pass you're gonna only be there for like three or four hours or maybe you want to spend you know twenty five dollars for the like all access you know fucking this one takes you all around all the scenic parts and it lasts about eight hours and it just kind of slowly trolls you through the thing of an interesting like concept yeah it's not a bad one I think though people like. What sucks about it when you do kind of shit like that is you kind of lose, like, a portion of, like, what's cool about going to those places is getting yeah. out and exploring the nature in your own. Well, that's what Whereas, I mean. Yeah, then you're, like, trapped in. It's, like, going back to your original point, okay, your idea of freedom and mobility. Like, is and what sucks is, like, I, what I worry about with, like, the self-driving cars or getting people getting on cars, what kind of sucks is, like, do you remember what it was like when you got your first car and you were just finally could, like, oh, go yeah, and, and do leave. what you want? Yeah, it was the most freeing thing ever. Like, and it's not like we, like, I remember going, like, places on my bikes constantly and stuff and doing that. But, like, for some reason, having a car was a completely different thing. I think it's also because your parents finally, like, trusted you enough to, like, put your own life in. You're putting your life at risk every time you put, you're getting a car. Oh, you really are. Yeah. So, it's like you're gaining this responsibility and then also this um, huge amount of freedom that, you like, is coveted and so on. And I think you're going to lose a big portion of that. Which is almost like you're taking part of uh, taking away like a giant experience of a kid. Oh yeah, no, that's why it's it's gonna be interesting because it's it's one of those things that 
the good is going to come with bad. The same thing with medical weed and in recreational. Yeah. The good is going to come with bad. The good is people can have weed. The bad is it's probably going to go lower in quality. The prices are probably going to go up. It, it's going to just become like shitty. It's not going to be, and it's, it's you're going to lose the experience of having to meet a fucking dude in a fucking parking lot. <laughs> And going into an uncomfortable place and being like, uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm a criminal. I'm so not looking forward to like when I have grandkids and having to do my back in the day stories. My back in the day stories would be so fucking lame. Yep. <laughs> back in my day, you had to meet a guy named, oh, fuck. Craig. Uh, Cone. There was a dude in high school. His name was Cone. Cone? Cone. Oh, my God. And we had to meet Cone in his car. That's so terrifying. Oh uh, man, but of course you know I don't do that now. Yeah, no, yeah. no, none of us do no, that. No, absolutely yeah. not. But uh, it's just it's weird though. Like I, I'm like I'm trying to think of something now that like it, oh like ha- like what's weird now to think about house phones. Like me and you grew up with house yeah. phones. That's not a thing anymore. Nope. It's weird. My parents still have one, and like it's it's ama- it's definitely like people that had them like. If you had them in your house, you keep it around because it's like, why get rid of it? People like us who move around different apartments and are, are just are like, we ne- we've never had a reason to buy one because we yeah. have a phone. We we don't have them anymore. Right. Well, it's, what's weird is when my grandfather finally got rid of his like house line. Oh, he got. Like, he, he, you're, yeah. Damn. He, he just finally got rid of it, so now he only has a cell phone. What's it, he had like a flip phone for a long time, but like I guess I don't know what happened, but he has a smartphone now. He only fucking hates the fact <laughs> he had to get one and stuff, but like yeah, it's. It was crazy when I like when I was like my dad's like yeah no he uh he got rid of his uh self he got rid of uh, his landline I was like what that's crazy and like to think like you know I don't I, who knows if my grandpa even had like a phone in his house as a kid like he obviously yeah. I think for like most of my dad's life always did but like how crazy like that how fast that technology is technology is moving at such a crazy rate oh no and that's why people are using these fake uh numbers to call in on us and try Uh, to yeah dude fuck yeah (laughs) no i think about my grandpa who like grows up in a house without air conditioning and heating and fucking outdoor like plumbing and then fucking is in the same like world as smartphones and fucking all this other fantastic shit technology fucking blew up and it's only gonna get more it's just getting crazier yeah like I mean, not I, don't, I mean not that it's like cheap, but I can buy a 4K camera for twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, like that's a twelve hundred dollar camera back in the day would have been about as good as my phone camera now. Yeah, it's that's it's crazy. Uh, well, think about this about like you know Iowa State made the first computer and the only thing it ever did was crack numbers. It was essentially a giant calculator, which is just and it took bonkers. up five fucking rooms which is i don't even like i think about computers now and then like i i i i don't really know how they work I, to me it's magic yeah but, uh, do but, you believe in magic dude, i swear to god fucking computers are magic i just i'm honestly like just as happy believing that uh technology is just a lie and that wizards are real yeah i'm I, dude i believe like there's so many companies right now that uh once, like, the generation above us go, like, like, I guess two generations above us finally start, like, going away and stuff like that, th- they're going to collapse. Because there's so many companies, I swear to God, the only reason they still exist is because they're people who just uh, don't want to fucking deal with c- canceling the description, subscription <laughs> yep. and shit like that. 
I don't own any, I don't have any subscriptions to like cable companies or anything like that. I just, F online. It's amazing to me that some of these companies are still afloat. I don't understand how it's possible. It's, I'm pretty sure a lot of like utilities have some sort of like local government subsidies that keep them around just because it, like electric companies like fucking, if it, you know, if. Well, electric companies is a different thing. I'm talking yeah. about like, I guess, entertainment service providers. Oh, oh, oh. I'm oh, talking oh. not like. Not like it, like no, like your your electric grids and shit like that are always gonna have to be around, and they'll probably always be monopolized by governments and shit oh, like that, sure. and subsidized through that. But I'm talking about like like you get your like your direct TVs, your fucking media comms, all these kind of like cable companies. I don't know how they're fuck they're still surviving. Just straight up our our parents' generation. Seriously, and that's what I'm saying. Like they will all be gone. Do you soon. know anybody that watches TV? In our age, none. I don't know. Like TV is. Is dead. Like I, the only time I ever watch TV is if I go home to my parents' house and I'm like, "What is it like to flip channels and like yeah. watch what is on?" I I I guess I watch TV in the sense like I go to like t- like because uh, now what's crazy is you just, you can go to basically any um you can go to most uh TV stations like website and you can stream yeah. whatever they're putting out there. So and if you know if you have a certain thing a way of doing it, you can get it done. Uh, but like, it's, uh, crazy that you can just, uh, like, I, and like, that's the only time I see commercials anymore. That's what's really, it gets really, oh, I saw yeah. somebody bring that up to the other day. I was like, I kind of miss commercials. I'm like, you're not wrong. Really. It's kind of weird. Like whenever I go back to my parents' house, who still have cable and I watch commercials with them, I'm just like, wow, it's, it's a weird commercials have a weird, like staple on where society kind of is. Oh yeah. No, one of my favorite things is I have three young nephews, like, and uh, if 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 they're visiting and we're like you know hanging out and it's you know usually it's the holidays or somebody like there's an event and uh, if there's not a football game on because you know like like we're we're a football house like if there's fucking football on everyone's watching football dude I'm same way yeah but uh, if you know there's not a game on or at least again that anyone cares about you know we let the kids watch cartoons and one of my favorite things and it just kind of makes me feel good whenever I see it is when I see kids you know watching cartoons and it cuts to commercials and you see fucking advertisements for action figures yeah dude and I'm like. Fuck yeah, action figures are still killing it. Yeah, dude. That that's what's crazy is like those weird videos online though. Like, I wonder how many kids are still buying. I wonder what the toy industry like is like nowadays. Cause I see like I hear people talk about this all the time. You have young kids that like the kids aren't playing with their toys. They watch other people yeah. play with toys online. And I wish I could say that's weird, but I can't because I watch people play video games online all the time. Well, I mean, I don't know. When I watch people play video games, it's usually because either I'm not watching them play video games. I'm listening to them talk. Yes. Or I'm trying to pick up a strategy. That's very true. It's a, Yeah, it's a, there is a point to it, but they're actually literally watching Yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen my cut, like those unboxing videos. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can kind of understand it because you're like you're living vicariously. Like, oh, I don't have this toy, but this kid has this toy, which right. kind of makes me feel like I have this toy. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess it's a way like to of like of seeing if it's a wor- a toy worth you wanting to get. I yes. guess it's more market research because when we were kids, we didn't have any way. Like you had the commercial and that was it. I want to go get that because it looks cool. Yeah, it's and then like you, you fucking get it and, and like it, the pieces all fall off and, and you're like, sucks. this is a piece of shit. Yeah. So. That's why I love the action figures, man. Like, you, like especially when you got like a good, like not, you like it felt good and like it wasn't flimsy, it was heavy. And like you knew that that thing would fucking withstand whatever fucking yeah, battles you throwing it in the fucking oh, wall and shit. Fuck yeah, dude. When you fucking are, you know, banging them together, like you don't want the shit to fall off. Yeah, you don't need He-Man's head rolling. Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, I fucking, I was, I played with action figures way late. I probably didn't stop playing with action figures until I was like, uh, 
maybe uh, honestly probably like fourth grade i played with action figures till i was like 14 i think oh hell yeah i don't like I, I i definitely still play with bionicles like bionicles were my jam i fuck with shit still like i still have a bunch of action figures oh, and shit. like i think i, I don't have one of like i like i mess with them like now and then like if i'm just like watching a movie and i haven't just seen it i'll pick it up and fill i'm a fucking fidgety person like as much as I hate to say, I do have a fidget spinner, and I just, like, I'll be watching TV, and I'll just sit there and spin that fucking thing oh, fuck while yeah. I just do that, or, like, I have stress balls everywhere throughout my house that I fucking throw <laughs> against walls and shit. Fucking work gives me those, and I, like, I'll, sometimes I'll be like, you know what, I need to fucking squeeze the something. The world one they gave us is the best. Uh, it is a good one. I, I, I got two of them somehow, I don't nice. remember how, but, uh, yeah, I have both of them at my house, and they're on di- both on my <laughs> d- set, different desks, so like, one for when I'm writing, the other one's for when I'm working at the computer, so I can, like, squeeze yeah. it or throw it at the fucking wall. I have them both at my fucking uh, desk at work. I have the one pr- that they gave us during the, like, NCAA th- shit. Yep. And then the fucking Earth one. Yeah. The Earth one is by far the best one they gave. Like, they gave us once, too, during the Olympics. They saw what I did to mine, and they were like, what did you do to it? Because it was such a piece of shit one that, like, when I squo- squeezed it, like, the thing came off. The coating all came off. Oh, no. I squeezed it so much that, it, yeah. It, it just you became a ball of sponge. You, yeah, you can't even tell it was an Australian flag on it. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, yeah. No, the, the Earth one's really good. Yeah. And then, yeah, the... I have a joke about the stress balls that we get from work. It's fun. That I joke does not work ever. <laughs> some of the shit that they give us, I really do appreciate. Yeah, I don't mind it. And then, like, some of the other shit, I was like, I would have rather just not you come to my desk and bother me. Yeah. My favorite thing is, like, when they do they do shit like that, like, and then you'll see a couple months later about how they want to be, like, uh, partners with keeping the earth better. And I'm yep. like, you guys give us garbage every other month. Dude, they gave me a cookie, and I was like, oh, a cookie. And then I tried eating it, and I was like, this sucks. I don't want this oh, anymore. Oh, dude. It's crazy. It's like these. Cor- the, uh, I just love the double standard speak of most corporations. Yeah, it's really it's good. so fun. Fuck yeah. But yeah, uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to stop talking about work. Cause fuck. I, don't, yeah, I know. This I don't is a fun podcast. It. I don't want to fucking think about I don't want to talk shit. about that either. Yeah, but We're no. just shitting on everything right now. It's exactly. been fun. Exactly. But no, fucking Numbers Channel, though. Like, yeah. Okay. If I, could, I wish I could remember the name of that movie. If anybody knows it and listens to this podcast, uh, fucking hit me up on yeah. our. I don't actually think we have one, but fucking email us or some shit. Yeah, you can email us at pundingame at gmail.com. Yes. You know, here, let me ask you this. Okay, so, like, yeah, I know you said these come through, like, small weightier waves and shit like that. Uh, do you ever, like, just swear to God you hear shit constantly all the time? Oh, yeah, no, especially if it's, like, real silent. And, like, I'll have, because uh, I, I have a problem with silence because, like, I have an overreact, like, uh, like, I guess... I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but like I can't sleep unless there's a droning kind of sound going on, right? Because I have I need something to focus on to keep my like head from sh- like being too loud. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but sometimes I'll be listening to shit and then I'll swear I'll hear like, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm just gonna pretend I'm not hearing that. Do you ever like feel like like I'll be in the car all the time, and you'll notice something new with it, like in like the background of a song? Oh yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck was that? That's never heard that before. And it's almost like you feel like you're getting some kind of subliminal message like, oh, yeah. thrown at you for a little bit. Oh, I guess I'm talking about actually hearing voices. So I'm just insane. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I don't know if I've actually ever heard real voices. I haven't heard like voices, but like that whisper. Yeah, where you just like you swear you hear something. Oh, when I was a kid, it, it would happen a lot. Where I would be lis- like, I would be in my bed, and uh, I had a t- I had a bunk bed, mm-hmm. and like I. So, like and sometimes shit like I'm surprised it never fucking broke, but I had a CD player that I would listen to when I was in my bed, and sometimes it would fall out, and sometimes I would think like, oh maybe it f- like fell down like off my bed, 
and the music is playing because I would I would be hearing like kind of like the sounds of like what sounded like drumming and cymbals mm-hmm. and then I would like go like and then I would like be kind of looking and then I would see my CD player like in my bed with me and I was like no that's not what it is what the fuck is that and I would just like be like well I guess I'm just hearing fucking random like ghost music right. also that house was haunted so <laughs> that's a new version of like house music is ghost music <laughs> ghost music haunted house music <laughs> It's just yeah. a bunch of bros, uh, dead bros, like, oh man, this ecstasy really fucking turned it on in the afterlife, Fuck man. Yeah. I'm really hoping. That's what. That's my next thing is like ghosts are all old timey. I want. I want a rave ghost, dude. That's got. That's what's weird. Like, how come every ghost is a goddamn I think Victorian w- thing? I think you have to wait. I think there's there's like a ghost waiting period. <laughs> it's like it's like the fucking line at the social service line. <laughs> it's just like days upon days to get to the front to finally get your issued pass. Fucking in two hundred years, like somebody's gonna be in this like area, not this apartment, because in two hundred years it'll be fucking like completely different. But, like, in 200 years, some fucking other, like, millennial piece of shit will be in their fucking, like, space house on this, like, completely fucked up Earth. And, like, they'll just be like, I swear to God, dude, I was in my room and I heard these two guys doing something what they call the podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're just, yeah, dude, they're just, like, they had these weird things that look like dicks they were talking into. Yeah, I don't know what, what, what it was. I swear to God, man, like, I, I'm not making this shit up. They talked about work and stress balls for ten fucking minutes. I don't even know what a stress ball is. What's stress? I just have no idea what stress yeah, is anymore. 200 years, like, the world is just a fucking utopia. Like, <laughs> did you ever, uh, ah, fuck. There was one podcast that I was listening to that's called, um, The Mysterious Universe. If you don't listen to it, a uh, free plug for them, I guess. Mysterious Universe is really, really cool. Uh, they inspired this podcast, actually. But uh-huh. um, they were talking about this guy who wrote this book who, in... I think it was like 1940 went into a coma and then he woke up and like, I think he was like, he said it was like 2200 and he was in the body of somebody else that like, and people knew him as this other person. And this other person was like also in a coma. So when he woke up, everybody was like, Oh, you know, like we understand that you don't remember us because like, you know, you were in a coma. You had some sort of brain injury. We understand, but we all love you. So we're here to help you out. Like we're, we're like, even if you don't remember us, that's fine. We know that we're your friends and we know that you need somebody. So it doesn't matter if we, but you know, that whole thing, like he had a support group of people and he was talking about how like there was some big war where like shit just got fucked up on earth. And basically, like, that all, like, shit hit the fan. And eventually, like, after everything kind of hit the fan, like, we all started to build up. And there was, like, a world unity type situation. And just a a utopia essentially started to blossom. And uh, people worked for one year of their entire life. Whoa. Like, that was it. They worked for one year, and that was how they made their claim of, like, that was what made them be, like, quote-unquote, a productive person. And, And only the people who could work worked. It wasn't that everybody had to. It was like, if you were a productive person, you worked. And nobody minded it because it was like, well, yeah, a year of one work. And everyone complained about how, like, you know, hard their one year of work was. <laughs> but, like, the guy was, like, asking about it because he's, you know, 1940s. Like, why are you, like, why are we all just hanging out and, like, picking flowers and, like, you know, holding hands and walking through, like, a, like a park? And they're like, he's like, don't you have jobs? And they're like, oh, yeah, we did our job. Yeah, we did our job. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, I guess, kind of one of those weird situations where – they, I guess just like a future utopia. Huh. I don't remember why we started talking about that. I don't I, well, like I said something about uh, we being a utopia yeah. when they found us as ghosts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of uh, 
That yeah. was how it tied. I yeah. lost. No, you're cool, man. Yeah. I was just I was engrupted in that story because yeah, it no, was it's very really weird. It's, yeah, no, it's real, and it's also interesting because the guy literally wrote it in like 1940, mm-hmm. and the way that he talked about it, and the way that some of their communicating, like, because he was talking about how uh, he had a piece. He said he had a piece of glass that people's faces would come up on. Yeah. Well, it's very strange how money, like science fiction things. I think science fiction inspires more innovation yeah. than you could actually even imagine. It, yeah, it was real interesting. Which also, like, I had a, I had an idea for a science fiction book that I thought would be kind of neat, where it was um, it was a science fiction book told from somebody in the like 1930s about a character who's living in modern day America, and like t- and like telling like so it would be like this character in the 1930s telling like some kids about like this like a like a quote unquote fanciful science fiction story but i would it would be like literally like this modern future and how like some of the like technological stuff that we would that know that this person would be talking about is like fanciful is just what happens right and i thought that'd be kind of an that's interesting not, novel yeah, idea. that's interesting what i find interesting you know what i think is really telling about like most of uh like science fiction and how much of the shit like people have put in books and like what has kind of somewhat shown up and yeah. there this shows how unoriginal humans are. <laughs> like we're just recycling shit that people all thought of already. We're like, just, oh, we could just make this happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I, I guess it starts is like, I mean, look at like the Star Trek communicators and like how face like video like video communication was like this crazy idea. It was like, oh man, that's gonna be like the fact that in like Star Trek that face to face video interface was like, oh, this is crazy technology. And that's just everybody has that now. Yeah, you can just do that right now. You can do that with your mom right now. Yeah, like really, I could just fucking video chat. No, like, no problem. It's yeah. an, and it's just what what we can do. Yeah, and it just happened. It wasn't like, it wasn't that it was some new idea, and like it slowly took off. It was once it was available, it was available. Yeah, it. it what's weird is like, when that came around, I don't feel like people made it as big of a deal as Dude, it should have. Skype. Been. When Skype came out and people were like, "Oh yeah, you can just uh, video chat if you have a webcam," and I'm like, "Fucking excuse me." Yeah, but it was, v- but it's very strange. That I don't think, it, I don't know why, but like the culture didn't just wasn't blown away by the idea of it any, yeah. for some reason. Which was like, I remember when I first heard it, I was like, "What? That's crazy." Or when you the first like the first smartphone came out and somebody was like, "I can get on the internet on my phone," and I was like what right how? how yeah how's that work you're not connected to anything or and just also how weird it was that like the internet that was on the phone was like so bad remember you had to like if you had a, bl- a blackberry you had to use the little ball as the scroller i remember doing that on my dad's phone helping him look shit up it w- yeah my buddy had one in high school and like he's like i can get on the internet and then he showed me like what the phone internet looked like and i was like mm, we're not there yet yeah exactly <laughs> fuck this shit yeah i was like that's cool and neat and it's a cool little gimmick but uh like and, and i understood that it wasn't like I understood that it was going to get better. Like, I wasn't one of these people that was like, oh, it's a fad. You know, it's like people thought cell phones were going to be a fad. Did they really? I don't remember that. Yeah, there was people. I mean, like, there's always some group of, like, naysayers. And it's like, oh, this is just going to come and go. You know, we're just going to, like, it's just a thing. Like, nobody's going to, you know, always need their phone. Right. And then I don't know a single person now who doesn't have a phone. I don't know a single person who's five feet away from their phone. Yeah, also that. It's fucking nuts. It, we're literally living two lives now. I wonder what the cell phone is, like is doing to my dick, being this five inches away from it constantly. Uh, oh, dude, we're all like, we're all, like when we're all about sixty, there's just gonna be like this mass crisis of like fucking testicular and like cancers the and ovary like, cancer. Yeah, just all the genitals are gonna be melted. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it's I. 
I love how people talk about it. Like, oh, it's safe. How the fuck do you know? Yeah, this is radiation. He's been around for fucking 10 years. This is radiation blasting your fucking nuts. Like, yeah. constantly. Yeah. It's amazing. I can still jizz. Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking. Maybe that's what the fucking problem is. Maybe it isn't vaccinations. It's fucking cell phones. They're just trying to sterilize us through technology. Oh, fuck, dude. They totally could. They already are. That's why, like, one reason why you, like, you hear all the time how, like, uh, millennials are having less sex than any other generation ever. Because we, we have access to titties 24-7. Exactly. Yeah, and, like, why would you go, uh, like, people are in connection with somebody. Well, because it's actually way more healthy for you. It's also <laughs> fucking crazy. No, I love how everybody's, like, fucking blown away. Like, why are millennials having kids? It's like, I can barely afford food. Yeah, like, seriously. I, like, I say that as if I'm not surrounded by expensive technology. But yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I can afford the things that I afford for myself because of the sacrifices i make like i live with i live with roommates i live within my means i'm not fucking irresponsible with my money and the things that i purchase are usually things that i either need or it, it's the it's the committed one hobby that i have yeah well it also just it, it, that comes down to um it, it comes down to like just like wanting to be selfish and at least having your time and it's yes like, dude, we're what you're 26 i'm 25 yeah you're 25 i can't remember how i yeah, thought I'm, you were just like a year well i'm one of the youngest people in yeah. the scene right now yeah i know uh i uh, but like in 27 like it's just like we're not that late into the game that's what's crazy is i feel every person i've talked to like i talk to them and i'm like we're old people like i like we definitely still have more to learn but I feel like anybody, like, I mean, unless, you know, minus fucking dumbasses, but I feel like the people who are really, like, of mind are really like, understanding of, like, we don't know shit, but we're also, like, done learning shit. Yeah. Like, we'll learn anything that we need to know, but, like, there's nothing that's, like, really blowing our minds anymore. You're right. Yeah. You're almost decent. I feel like, in a way, for some reason, we've all become desensitized to information. Yes. Like, it's not, like, when you read something, you're like, that's fucking crazy. You're just like, huh. Like, when you read something online, you're just like, huh. Well, look at, like, with with Trump. All this horrible shit he does every day, and then you look at it. Like, imagine, like, eight years ago, if Trump did one of these things that he's been doing, people would be losing their minds because a president has never done anything as ridiculous as the shit that he's doing. But he's done such an amazing amount, and I, by amazing, I just mean like it, I am amazed at how much he's been allowed to get away with. Right. Like of all this dumb, dumb, dumb shit that he's doing, almost daily, and we're just like, oh, Trump did another, you know, ridiculous criminal thing, and we're just fine. It's like that. Uh, what I call I call it the South Park phenomena. Um, like South Park when it first came around, same it was like Donald Trump was yep. so fucking offensive. Yes. That people were like, I couldn't believe this was happening, but now. Like the twenty five years, or twenty five seasons later. Yeah, it's a lot. It's just expected. Like you don't. When's the last time you saw an outrage article piece about fucking uh, South Park? I, yes, yeah, been a while. Exactly, because it's expected. It's like in like I mean, no, like you're still seeing like the outrage articles on things Trump says. Yeah. But you're still like you're desensitized to it. In a sense, because there's so much of it. Well, I mean, and I, I'm not a I'm not a quote unquote liberal media like like person. Like I, I'm not out here like believing that you know that fucking we're being brainwashed by the liberal media or anything no. like that. But I do believe that it has taken a different perspective where media was so conservative before, where you know you couldn't say swears and you you know you couldn't talk about boobs, you couldn't talk about other shit, and eventually people were just like, nah, fuck that. So once those things became not taboo, what became taboo was the the things that the people who originally made what was taboo like those are the new taboo right things. well what it is i think a lot of uh like any news outlet it's all of them it's all tabloid journalism now yeah that's nothing. all it is like there's nothing 
the, like I can't remember the last time I really saw a news story on any real news site uh, in any news site, whether it's a local news or anything, that wasn't like a sensationalized kind of like. What can you believe? Like a TMZ almost esque headline. Exactly. Well, that's because news is now, news is just now it's what entertainment. Happens. Well, exactly. And ex- but then real news is Twitter. It's Facebook. It's it's live streaming. It's when some crazy shit is happening and somebody's tweeting about it, and then somebody else sees it, and then that's how we know. And then the news outlets come in and they tell us what to think about it. As right. weird as that, like is. You're you're 100 percent right. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like uh, yeah, I'd never even thought about it that way because most of the things you find out about are all things that happen where people stream it live on Twitter or Facebook yeah. or or tweet live tweeting what happened, and then uh yeah, and then the media gets like here's what we found like like some of these school shootings man that's exactly like they're what just it is. all fucking Twitter posts from the kids who were inside the classroom and then it turns into everyone standing like at work like we have those hallways those uh, TVs in the hallways yeah. and then you know I'll you know go you know use the restroom or something and I'll look. And I'll know that a school shooting has happened, but then it's just constant coverage of, like, aerial shots of the school. And it's like, we don't know what's all happening. And it's like, I, I do know what's all happening. I'm like, it's over. You're right. But, like, I, I you know, we there might be some updates, but, like, the news isn't learning <laughs> it. They're reporting it. Yes. Which is the difference, I think, now. Yeah. And it's, well, and then it's also you have a panel of talking heads uh, just, you know, constantly, like, throwing their two cents Well, in. I believe it was because of this. Like, yeah. It's and that's intergalactic dimensional time traveling child molesters literal pop belly goblin. <laughs> I love I love how easy Alex Jones is to do as an impression. Oh, it's great. You just kind of do this, and then you kind of like. It's I feel like it's almost by design. I feel like he doesn't talk like that off camera. He's just off camera. He's just like, all right, guys. Yeah, we had a good day today. <laughs> he's yeah. just super fun. <laughs> he's just super chill. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, like I don't know. I I as dumb as a lot of the shit that he says. Like I do have this. I, I'll admit it. I've said it several times. I have a weird appreciation for the performance that is Alex Jones. Yeah, it, it, it well, and that's what's funny about it is like he, in a way, he's doing a a character, an SNL character on a, like of newscasters, like we were just talking about. Yeah, and I mean, he's done some fucked up shit. Like that you can't ignore some of the things that like. Oh, he's dude, he's done some crazy, yeah. crazy fucked up shit. Exactly. Like, and that's why, like, I like him, and I understand, like, you know, some of his beliefs are. You know, but as a gay person, like people are like, oh, he's so anti-gay, and like he's not anti-gay. Like he's really not. No. Like he's maybe not. Exa- he may not exactly be like pro, you know, gay agenda or whatever the fuck you. Like I struggle to say gay agenda, but like <laughs> he might be against what he believes is the gay agenda, but he's not like looking at gay people and going like, I don't like you. He just he doesn't like I guess the saturation of it. I guess maybe. I have no idea what his stance is on any. Yeah, of that he's shit. he's not super into. I guess I would call like the. Yeah, I literally, I guess the best way to put it is the homosexual agenda. Yeah. But, like, it's not real. Yeah. I mean, but he doesn't hate gay people. No. I don't know. But you know what? One of my favorite things to do is when you go online and you find people who have remixed things he said into oh songs. Oh, God, it's so They're good. so funny. I still, uh, uh, fuck, what was the one that I really liked? Uh, uh, the fro- the gay frogs one. That's always, a, yeah. That's, like, it's so good. It's so funny. Or the fucking one where they made a, uh, hit one of his rants into like a Boney Bear song. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, this is so perfect. That and, uh, like they just do, or a house remix of his shit. Yeah. There's also, they also have done like Obama. Those are good too. Yeah. Where like, they, when he was like stuttering, if, he's like, if, 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 and then they just made it like a fucking like beat out of it. <laughs> just like, like a record scratch. It's really good. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to uh, check that I'll out. It sounds funny. Yeah, it's really good. And then, um, they also have a, like, in, in that, like within that song where Obama's like stuttering, if, 
they have Donald Trump doing that thing where he was like talking about trucks and he's like, you know, bing, bing, bong or whatever. <laughs> and they take that and sample it and turn like make that part of the song. That's hilarious. It's so good, dude. Like, I wish I had that kind of like, I like I'm, I'm fully accepted of the type of creative mind that I have and I'm willing to like explore that and make it better what I have. But I'm a little bit jealous of that type of creativity. Oh, yeah. To see like one thing and be like, I can turn that into yes, something. Yes, it's a completely different type of thinking. And I'll appreciate that I'll never be that. Not because I'm not talented, but because that's just not my yeah, brain. Yeah, it's a completely different yeah. mindset. It's a, it's a totally different thing, and I fucking love it. Yeah, dude. It's unbelievable how talented people are and can do that stuff. That's why like, I just I love art. Like, And I t- I'll tell that to anybody, like, especially if I'm fucking drunk. Like, I, I feel bad for any to end up with because this has happened every time where an uber driver will pick me up from some event and i'll they'll, they'll ask about where i've been and then i'll tell them about you know des moines comedy or you know wherever and then i'll just go on this tirade about how cool des moines is and how cool it is to know all these fucking people who are like putting in work and how like if you know des moines just kind of like understood that there's these people out here that you know des moines wouldn't be this fucking like uh, like it wouldn't like if, if i said des moines like if if people gave a sh- more sh- of a shit about Des Moines, you know, it could become the way that somebody says Los Angeles or New York. If people paid more attention to Des Moines, I really think that it could be like, oh, you're from Des Moines? Fuck yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, it's building that that uh, ground structure that'll uh, ca- like get people up into that echelon. Because yeah. you're seeing it's you're seeing other cities become that like like uh like Austin for example. Yeah, Austin's growing like crazy within like a comedy community. I'm talking kind of within the comedy because that's the world I'm in. Exactly. But yeah. then like same with Denver. Denver's got this giant scene now that just keeps growing and people talk about it all the time. Yeah, and then I mean, and Chicago always has kind of been like I guess I mean a lot of pros come from, but I mean it is ca- like it's kind of like you know like New York is I guess what is it NFC and then uh uh or whatever and then uh, like Los Angeles is AFC. Yeah, like and that's and then uh and then Chicago is like college ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, it's because of the industries in those two other towns. That's yeah. the problem. Well, that's exactly, and that's what it is. Is like you get the fucking crucible of the Midwest and just the fucking stew pot of life sucks here. I'm gonna work hard as fuck to escape, and then I'm gonna go out to these fucking places where the industry is, and then I'm gonna take the hard work that I put in here, and then fucking put in the hard work there, but using the skills that I developed in a place where, like. If I'm not the fucking best, no one's going to give a shit because, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. And nobody around here wants to go see live performance. Right. I mean, they do, but it's not the same way we're in California. It's like, oh, you're seeing huge acts, like huge music acts. But in here, there, it, there's the same amount of talent. It's just there's not the same amount of production. Hear about it because everything is, you know, everything here is like we we have to do it. Right. Yeah, we have to you have to be willing to put in the work and that's where I think most people kind of draw that weird line. They're exactly. Like, is, is the line is that what we want? Oh yeah. Uh but yeah, no, I I like I said I get real fucking excited whenever I just I oh. I love the I love the local Des Moines arts scene. It was funny to like when I went to the No Sleep show this last Saturday that you were on. And uh, when I went, when I pulled up, like with my Uber, and the lady goes, "What is this place?" I was like, "It's the Come and Go Theater in the Des Moines Social Club." She's like, "What? What is it?" And I was like, "They got all sorts of performers coming here." Like, it's like so. I just filled her in right before I got out of the car. Like, like you know, uh, you know, they have plays, they have fucking you no know, comedy bands, they have rap artists, they have all sorts of things. You should always like check out their website. They always oh, yeah. have shit going on. And like that's how you like get it one thing at a time because that lady's not gonna come by herself. She's gonna bring four or five people probably yeah, and that's the thing is that's why i love live performance is it's 
and plus it's a it's a way for people to like brag about this thing that they found out about yes it's like oh dude i found about this like underground thing and then they bring their friends and they're like holy shit and then those friends like i think that if everyone in des moines kind of hangs around and commits to not that i think that people shouldn't leave like i believe that once you believe that you're at a point where you can make a career in this you know saturated big cities where you know that's where the money is then you should go fucking do it but in the meantime like i think that people like us it's extremely important for us to maybe not be the best but to help the best be around right well and you're not wrong about that it what i like too is uh my favorite part about going that i've learned about now being a live performer and uh because i've been to some but i didn't go to a lot like before i started hanging out with performers but what i've learned is you get you you have to be engaged in a live performance it's like you know you watch a special on on tv you can check your phone you get distracted you know things happen whereas like if you go live you're committed to the whole time most people and there are those few people who are assholes and are on their phone during a live performance but for the most part most people are very if they're going to a live performance they're very engaged watch what's about to happen and that's when i realized oh this is a different thing when people come watch you live yeah it's I think, and, and it's interesting now because I think that people have kind of realized that they are like addicted to their phone. Oh, dude! And and once and once they kind of hit there, they're like, I I need to get away. And then when there's enough something, and then there's something going on, especially something that they can kind like laughing with a crowd feels great. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Like laughing by yourself is weird, but like if you're in a crowd of people and everyone is just you know letting out laugh, and even if it's not like genuine like gut laughter it's always fun to like if somebody says like a joke and even if it's not making you laugh like hard it's fun to be like oh, hey yeah that's, that's that's good yeah and if there's a whole bunch of people like you get like this it's like a tribal thing yeah it becomes a collective thought a lot of people you're not you are speaking to individuals but you also eventually kind of trying to talk them into thinking the same yeah. way that's why like when like a crowd is you know it is individual people but like you're you're trying to play the numbers. You're not trying to make every person in the crowd laugh. You're trying to make the singular crowd laugh. Right. And that's what's kind of fun is it be, like when you become part of a larger organism. There's a good. There, it feels good. Yes. Like that's why I love going to like bands and seeing other comics. It's not. It's it's fun to be you know on stage, but it's also fun to see people on stage. Yes, absolutely. And that's why I I I think that get just getting get engaged with your fucking local art scene. It's there. I promise. Oh, dude, every place has something. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter how small the town yeah. is. There are people there trying to do something that is cool and unique. We, Me and Wade, both of us, we just did a show in Albia, Iowa. It's like, what, 3,000 people? 3,000 people. Yeah, and guess what? You know what? People were fucking into it. People were fucking stoked. Yeah, and that's and that's what's, like, so this, I guess, uh, this is going to get really weird and, like, you know, after school especially, but fucking, if you want to do something, fucking do it. Yeah, dude. Like that's all you can do. Like th- sitting around thinking about doing something is never gonna nope. be good enough. Exactly. Like it took me a year before I decided to do stand up, and then I, I was waiting. I, I had a friend that was gonna do it with me, and I was waiting and waiting to be like, "Hey, we need to go. We need to go." And I kept bugging them, like, "Hey, I'm I'm trying to go this day. I'm trying to go this day." And they'd always blow me off. And you know what? I just said fuck it one day and went by myself. And that's how I and. I just kept going. Yeah, and it's weird how, like, just doing one thing will open up a lot of different weird yeah. avenues for you. Like, I, the only reason I started doing s- podcasts, I started podcasts before I ever did stand-up, and, like, I just, like, because I started listening to so many podcasts, I started a podcast before I ever started listening to podcasts. My brother was like, hey, you want to do this thing? I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Started listening to podcasts while I was at work, 
And then I realized, like, I liked all these comics who were doing podcasts. And I was like, man, I should just go try to do stand-up. I've always wanted to do it. And now here I am. It's one of the things I fucking enjoy doing so much and, like, think about constantly. Exactly. And then podcasts for me was just kind of, like, in all honesty, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed putting on podcasts. And it's not that I think I have anything particularly of value to talk about, but I enjoy talking to people. And I want to have something that people can listen to. And I feel like if I have the confidence to be a performer, then, you know, people would maybe want to listen to me shoot the shit with somebody. For exactly. Yeah, uh, who like, doesn't want to talk shit and do a couple jokes? Exactly. God knows, like, these have helped, podcasts have helped me get through work every day. Because yes. it's like I'm not fucking, like, I'm t- hanging out with other people rather than having the the timid fucking same boring ass conversations you have with your neighbors every day at work because you can't talk about anything real at yes. your fucking job. Because there's, there's, there's that, it's the veil of reality. When oh, you're at work. dude, you are, uh, you put on a mask every day when you go work at any kind of job. Any, any kind, almost. Like, unless you're, like, in a really fucking spot where you're working with people that you know, like, the back, like, where, I guess, like, I, you know, not to shit on them, but, like, blue-collar jobs. Like, you could, like, I feel like if you're working fucking construction, you could say fucking almost anything and people would just be like, oh, yeah. Because... Yeah. You're fucking working hard, and you don't need to. You don't need to put on this pre- like pretense where, oh, if I don't say please in my email, maybe they'll get this wrong idea, and then maybe I won't get this that because passive aggressive like bullshit lingo yep. that you always have to. Yeah, fuck fucking man. office speak, dude. It's a real. Li- it's a real language. It's also a real fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know once you learn the language, you're like. I'm better at this language than you, so I'm going to utilize. I like that. how me and you have reverted back to talking about work here and there so much throughout this podcast. Just I think because today is a day we we had we, off we from had work. It off. <laughs> yeah, we both had it off, and it's like, dude, I woke up and I was like, am I very sure that I don't have to be? Dude, there? I kept thinking that too. I was like, Maybe it was I'm great wrong. to sleep in though. Goddamn, and uh, fucking dumb enough, I only slept until like <laughs> like a little bit past nine. I slept till like eight forty-five, but I had to get up and do shit. Yeah, I because normally like if I'm sleeping in, I'll sleep until almost. I've slept until noon before. Yeah, I like, can't do it anymore though. It just depends on how fucked up I get. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good determining. I got oh my god, dude! I was fucking trashed after no sleep. Yeah, yeah, everybody was. I think. Yeah, it, I got like oh man, I got fucked up, and then I woke up the next day to go do door for brunch at the basics, and I was just so hungover, and I felt bad because I feel like Josh felt like I was ignoring him, but like. I was at the door doing door, and I was just so hungover. Josh would come over and talk to me, and I would just be like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And I was, like, I didn't want to tell him to go away, but I was like, look, Josh, I'm so fucking hungover. You got to. Oh, yeah. Dude, so you got so to you gotta slow down a little bit. So, Josh, I love you. If, I hope you don't think I was being an asshole that day. I was just too hungover to fucking talk. That's the classic. Hell, yeah. Well. Shit, I think we've about hit that hour mark. Is there I think anything so, you man. want to plug? Uh, you know, the the website that we're all hosting yes. all our podcasts on, punninggame.com, everybody, where you can find the Grove Podcast right here that you're listening to every Tuesday. Uh, you can listen to Matt's other podcast, Monster Jamboree, every Thursday. Then you can listen to my other two podcasts, which are Not Worth the Time, released every other Monday, and Who Gives F Podcast every Wednesday. Um, and then also check out Fun Pun Gaming on the website and the Snap Reviews. So there's all that fun stuff. I don't have any shows coming up. I'm, I'm taking a, I, right now. I'm on a little bit of a hiatus, but that's just because nobody's booked me on anything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel that fucking. What about I'm, you, man? Uh, I mean, we've got the Bear Wolf Con- uh, Festival holiday show on the hell December yeah, 22nd. that'll be a good one. That's uh, that's our anniversary show. That is, uh, I think, to the day. 
our uh, one year anniversary of putting on shows. Yeah, that would have been yeah, the, yeah, the it, 22nd. Yeah. That's I remember that was a great show. We had we had a lot of fun that yep, day. Yeah, that was that's but why I really like that poster. That's the first poster that's uh so this 22nd yeah. will literally be our one year anniversary. Yeah, that was uh, I have that hanging in my studio. Yeah, it's a be a good time, so come out to that. We're, uh, yeah, I we're make fun of Sam every time oh, about how yeah. I'm going over fucking time the, <laughs> the very first show. Oh, man, that was good. Fucking he's done. Oh, I fucking love Sam. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, dude, he's good. But yeah, we have that. We're uh, partnering with the Graham. We're, uh, that's going to be a part of the show. So uh, Sean Dangler and Muhammad Yall, they put on a good show. We're going to be guest judges on that. Hell uh, yeah. Alex Carter will be there as Alex Claus. Hell yeah. Uh, we've got. I think we've got a rapper. I'm going to be doing a new song, you know, a, like a Christmas song. It's going to be a fucking banger of a show. We, Our holiday shows are going to be kind of what me and Josh really want to be our, like, claim because we are, it's our one-year anniversary. It's when me and Josh really decided to just fucking go for it. Yeah, so. man. And you guys have done well with every show you've done, so it's great. It's, it's, not, it's fun to have it. Hell yeah. Well, we're definitely going to have to get you on another one. I know yeah, I, I, we love having you as a fucking guest on here because you actually – speak not, <laughs> not like everybody do, like everybody's done really well but it's just like i know that i can put you on and like you're willing to i'm do willing it. to yeah. ramble and say yeah. dumb shit like I, like i've loved every one of our guests like one of my favorites was sean dangler just because i learned a lot about because i love sean and i just i don't usually get to talk to him so yeah. it was fun to he's just, a good dude yeah so i'd uh, make sure to listen to that episode i believe that's how that was out last this yep yeah last, last week. week and then yeah uh all good times about it guys yep all right thank you for listening